0: Hi, this is John Selby, and welcome to this first podcast in my new series, Love in the Time of Corona. It's remarkable psychologically to find almost all of us, for an indefinite period of time, living in almost total retreat from society. And one thing's already for sure we'll come out of this quite different than we went in. I remember signing up for a 10 day silence meditation retreat at a Zen monastery in San Francisco, where we agreed not to talk with anyone for 10 days, and not to hug, kiss, or show physical affection, just turn inward and explore who we really are. Now, we're all being ordered to retreat and practice social distancing, like it or not. And for each of us, it's going to be our own choice whether we enjoy and benefit from the universal forced retreat, or fight it, and emerge in worse shape than when it started. It's really quite strange to realize that we're all going through this massive corona transformation crisis just because of some tiny bugs we can't even see. Furthermore, it feels important, at least for me, to note that the coronavirus isn't threatening our pets, It's not attacking the birds or the bees or any other creatures on this earth. It's specifically impacting our human species. And here's the question I keep asking. Is this corona crisis going to be our human wake-up call? To grow and heal and mature as a culture? To stop being so greedy and hostile and fearful? And instead maybe to learn to share and enjoy life and use our unique human abilities for furthering the higher good. The truly terrible news, of course, is that up to 1% of our population will perhaps die from the coronavirus. That's a radical tragedy. But meanwhile, all the rest of us are faced with a choice of how to respond or react to suddenly slowing way down, ceasing to work every day, relating face-to-face with only our own close family members. I am actually rather amazed at how well we're taking this forced retreat so far. I remember the old cowboy saying from my childhood, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And I do have faith in our American society to be able to toughen up, face our mutual danger with courage and patience, and move through this shared challenge as a winning team. And so, the real question arises, how will we emerge from this experience? Who will we be after it's over? As a hopefully observant therapist, I can already see that many of us will go through deep, positive transformation because of this forced retreat. At this level, what a wonderful gift from the bugs. We're being given the chance to pause and reflect, to honestly look at ourselves and our lives, and then assume conscious responsibility for how we take advantage of our downtime. It is true that some of us are getting a bit neurotic, We're getting explosive with our pent-up emotions. Some of us are taking a lot of drugs to avoid the whole situation, or binging on media and TV to dull the experience. But meanwhile, many of us are finding effective ways to grow, to explore, to heal, and in general, to open our hearts to unexpected newness. Here's a key psychological takeaway. When we're facing a threat that evokes anxiety and even the threat of death, we're built biologically with three reflective reactions. We can attack in anger and chase off or eliminate the threat. We can turn and run away to escape the threat. Or if those two alternatives don't work, we tend to just go limp and play dead and avoid the situation entirely by going mostly unconscious. The harsh reality is that right now, we can't stand and fight the coronavirus and chase it off. And we can't turn and run away from it. So our third reaction might be to go mostly unconscious. What I want to offer here is a fourth alternative to fight or flight or plain dead. It's the mindful approach to danger. Rather than reacting out of fear, we can choose to turn inward and purposefully tap into our deeper resources of courage, of faith, of team spirit, and community togetherness. In order to have courage, faith, and hope, we first have to be present in our bodies in the here and now, not lost to memories or future worries. And we need to stay centered not in our thoughts, but in our hearts. Let's do it. Make no effort to breathe. Just tune into the sensation of the air that's flowing in and flowing out of your nose. Feel the life force breathing you. And now you can expand your awareness to include both this flow of life-giving air into your lungs, and also the actual feeling in your chest and belly as you breathe. And now as you stay aware of your breathing experience, begin to include in your awareness bubble, the presence of someone you know and love in the world. Feel their presence in your heart right now. And now expand to include everyone alive on this planet right now. All of us together. And sharing in this remarkable miracle we call life. And with every breath, see if you can stay aware of your own presence. Allow deep love and thankfulness to flow in and fill your heart with every new breath. Enjoy.